You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ with My Hammers 11. Hope you are all safe and well for your channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to make a video. Tell me to put new content on as always. Oh, fuck, I could do it in one breath. Oh, <laughs> anyway, well, thank you. check it out in the description below. We've got the... Well... Yes, we've interviewed Ray Winston. Yes, we've interviewed Harry Redknapp, Colton Cole, <laughs> Trevor Sinclair, John Artson, Tony Cotty, McAvenny. But we've got the one we've always wanted. It's taken a year, <laughs> but we've got the man, the man, the myth, the legend, West Ham Fan <laughs> TV's Graham. How are we doing, Graham? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm good. It's very kind of you to say that. Very much your West Ham Royalty, mate. You know, I'm, I'm I think we honored all, to I be think, on. Well, I'm honored to be on. Well, well, I'm honoured to have you on because, because like I said, we've had, we've had, a, we've had like the Amouge Bouche. We've, we've had Nikki. We've had, we've had Dan. We've had, we've had Ryan. We've had Scott. We've had, we've had, we've had Jazz. We've had a few of them. But we, this is like the main course, the main course, the one everyone's been waiting for. So, um, you know, get there, but we've got there. We've got there. Good <laughs> things come to those that wait, Graham. That's it, mate. That's it. How are you? Um, That's the main thing. I'm very good, thanks, mate. Had a had a uh, game today, so. Feeling it a little bit in my oh. legs at the minute. So, did you, know, you win? When you, we did 5 1. So, we won We won our little league because it was all like down because of the COVID. They yeah. broke it down a little mini league. So, it was between us and the team we were playing. And uh, we, it was one of those where we could have lost 1 0 and still won it. But we decided yeah. we were going to win 5 1. So, yeah. All <laughs> out. Could have played for the draw. Could have played for the draw. No, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> all or nothing. You like been, it. Have you been? You all right? I've been, well? I've been all right. I've been all right today. Yeah, it's uh, we're recording this. This will go. It's go on Tuesday. This is Sunday. Yeah, it's a bit rainy today, and it? it's been a bit rainy. Yeah, yeah. Cooked a nice dinner today, so that was good. So yeah, it was not too bad. As always, um, yesterday disappointment. Got oh, I'm fine now. You know, yesterday was annoying, yeah, but hey, good sleep. Good sleep and a curry, and I, no, no, yeah, the other way around, a curry and a good sleep, and I've woken up and I'm. I don't want to sleep and have a curry. It'd be 
very ah. messy in bed. But yeah, <laughs> carrying a good sleep. It does, it does, it does. And Sheffield United doing us a favour today against Everton is is great as well. Unusually, Sheffield United. <laughs> Unusually. I'm sure their fans, I'm sure their fans are absolutely devastated. They've had a surprise, but I'll take it, man. I, I think, I think you know what? I think any any Europe, Europa, European football, whether it was the Champions League, mm. the Europa League, or the Conference, would have been is mm. brilliant for West Ham. And yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? I just think, yeah, it's it's yeah, and frustration. What could have been, but. Come on, Gray. We've been fans long enough. <laughs> we stayed up by five points last year, and, and the other week we were disappointed because Everton denied us a Champions League spot. Who would have thought yeah. at the start of the season we would have said yeah. that? Exactly. You know, it's it's been it's been a whatever happens. It's been a fantastic season. It has. It really, really has. And I think it's um, who, who's your hammer of the year? Uh, Sufal, I'd say. Yeah, it's been. It's been immense this year, absolutely immense. Yeah, I think it's always. I think for me, it was always. I mean, it was Sufal quite early on this season, and then it was always like I didn't think he was going to get Hammer of the Year potentially because because he was so consistent. I mean, he's like, I I, you know, a lot of parallels to him and Tim Breaker. You know, Tim Breaker was always a seven out of ten, but never got Hammer of the Year. You know, he's always consistent. But um, I mean, everyone else has sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit. You know, got injured or you know. Still drops in form, in it, you know. Mm. But he's he's been solid, like straight line all the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't remember ever. I don't remember ever having even a, a slightly off game. To be honest, no. that I can no. think of. He's been he's been fantastic. He has been. I think he's great. No, I think, I think he's great. And I mean both of them. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's going to be him and Suchet one or two. I don't know mm. what way round, but uh, you know, you know, it's just. I mean, you know, for them, it's. I know Suchet's been a little bit. Last few games, he hasn't been all that, and I think you know. Deck being injured has made a massive dent in his performance because yeah, they, yeah. they work off each other as a pairing. But you know, I'm not being funny. In the day, it's um, you know, it's a season that counts. And as I said, you know, he's uh, I think Suchek's obviously been fantastic all season. But he's right. I think Sufal has just been like consistent, like eight, seven, eights all, all you know, all season. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, it'd be funny, you know, the, the lad turned up, you know, I remember when he turned up as well, you know, it's very similar to Craig Dawson there, you know, when we we yeah. signed this check boy for five million, we're like, we're like you know, five million, yeah, but he's, uh, he's just been brilliant. He? Absolutely missed the consistency. Best right, I was, you know, best right back, I'd say this season, consistency. So that, oh, obviously yeah. Reese James, I think is good, but I don't think, obviously, Kuzufa has been playing so much. But yeah, um, yeah he's my hammer of the year man. I think uh, it'd be great to see him, yeah. those two get it, definitely. Definitely. Oh yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, it'd be nice if they could present it. Maybe to start a next season when the crowds are back, might be nice if they could. Uh, maybe yeah. Sort of present them on the pitch then. So obviously, yeah, I, I think they're so they're... Well, might, no, I I just literally I pressed. I'm the button monkey. That's what I am. As, as Sean says, I'm the no, I'm the button monkey. So that's why I do. I press the buttons. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, and no, I think there's because uh, I, I think the Bame Hammers. I think their one, they did their one, it was, it was Suchek, and they reckon it's been presented on the pitch pre-match against Southampton. So mm. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm from Buffalo and I know nothing. So I'd love to know what's going on. But <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it's good to get 10,000 in. You know, I think it's great. Oh, yeah, it yeah. It's be great. I mean, you saw the FA Cup yesterday. Oh, yeah. Awesome, even, having, even having the, the, small, the smaller crowd, was it? They had 6,000 each, was it? Uh, made no, all think, the yeah, something like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the atmosphere was still, you know, bearing in mind what it's been like over there. We know, I mean, you 
you'd know better because you, you've been over there. Like when we watch it on the telly, we have the they put the crowd noises on. Yeah, but you'll you'll know better than like being at the ground. Oh, it's, like it's, oh, it's awful. It's dead. Oh, it's it's awful. It's awful. So much. I, I used to like it because it used to be quite nice because you used to open the I used to open the door and I could hear like Moyes and 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 uh, Kevin Nolan like you hear him shout like from all the mm. way. Obviously, travel straight up, doesn't it? But uh, I remember yeah, when we yeah. had the two and a half thousand from the Man United game, and they made such a racket, like such a racket. Um, mm. it, I could hear it through the. Because my box is all like um, soundproofed, but you could hear it through, and like, wow! So ten thousand is going to be yeah. like, whoa! And then obviously, when sixty come back, it'd be like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for Southampton. I just think it's going to be great, great end of the season, yeah. and doesn't matter whether, yeah. as long as you know. And also, it means if we finish, well, if we finish sixth, we finish above Tottenham as well. So that'd be a nice double, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, doesn't happen very often. So we've got to enjoy yeah. it when we can. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're totally right, Gra. I think you've got to enjoy it where you can because I think too often, I think we're always, you know, we, we've been hardened um, by many, you know, 41 years without winning anything. And and mm. so we've, yeah, we've got this sort of like callous, you know, like, you know, so we're sort of like impervious to enjoying ourselves. We're always worried that yeah, something's yeah. going to happen. And it's like that. that I mean, really? when we had that the run of obviously the Newcastle game and, and obviously Chelsea yeah. and Everton and, you know, I was getting texts from people going, "Oh, thank God, we're back." Oh, they weren't we got, used we got to our West Ham back. <laughs> yeah, they're not used to riding high in the division, top of the division. You know, like, oh, thank you. You know, like calamity yeah. mistakes, and but you know, but that's why we love. That's why I love it because I just think it's just, you know, I wouldn't want us, and it's it's really weird. I don't think I'd want us to be successful. You know, like Man City. Mm. I know it's I know it seems stupid, but I think. There's, you know, I know people sort of say they go to it. Oh, you know, you, you know, the identity of the club's gone fun, gone down and stuff like that. I think if we started winning everything, I think then we become more commercially, you know, in you know, there's, yeah. uh, and then we end up being like Man City. I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to be like Man City. I don't think I would. I mean, it's, the thing is, I've, I've got, I've got like mates. Like, I mean, he's followed Chelsea since the seventies. So I've seen yeah. him up Fair and down enough. through the divisions and all that, you know. And he said. He took, I mean, his boys, what's he now? 20, 21, I think. Yeah. Um, and he said, like, when, he, when he took him over, it's not the same. It's, it's a different type of fan over there now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. You know, and I, I don't know whether that just makes us want the old gits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but... You know, uh... I think it's been passed on, though, Gray. I think you know. You said you know. You said you're young. You know, your mate and his son, and you know, it's my granddad when he first took me. He sort of passed that sort of West Hamness, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, so I think you know it's different with us because we've never had that success. And and when we have, it's been so. It was so long ago that you know. I you know I think I still find it funny in a way that we revere a team that finished third. You know, so mm. eight five eighty six. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they do. They well, they kept finished third. You know, I mean? it's like yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you yeah. know, but I know we love them, but you know, it just seems you know if you're looking at it from a, in the, from an outsider's perspective, it looks a bit strange. But it's because we've, we've got to hang on to something, every yeah, something, yeah. some some glimmer of hope. Yeah, we've got to have a little a little nibble every now and again, haven't we? So. <laughs> yeah, a little nibble, a little, a little cup run, run, a little. That's all we want. A little like foray into Europe. You know, that's all we want. And. Mm. As we were saying before we started, now it's not necessarily if we finish fifth, sixth, or seventh for me. Now it's where we finish next year. If we finish next year seventh, mm. then that's progress. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah. and I think it seems 
with the management we've got, like Moyes and and you know, obviously the the, the boys he's got there. This, you know, for the, I mean, I can't remember the last time, maybe even Big Sam, really, that there was like a plan. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. Big Sam came in. He says, "Right, I'm going to get you promoted. I'm going to get Kevin Nolan, and I'm going to get this person. Da, 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 da. I'm just basically going to make a team that's hard to beat. We'll get promoted, and we got promoted for skin of our teeth. We got promoted, and there was a plan of action. I think, you know, Slav." I didn't really, you know, there wasn't like a plan. It's like give the ball to Payet when Payet was injured, we were shit. Um, yeah. Pellegrini, let's just throw money and buy all these players and do what I do at Man City, but I haven't got the team around me and the infrastructure for it to work. So yeah. again, there was no plan. But for Moyes, it seems he's got a plan. He's going back to the beginning, and I know there's frustration that we didn't buy anyone in in January. You know, I trust I trust I mean, the process. Yeah, I mean, the the, the thing with Moyes, it looks like he's. You know he's not he's not interested in the big money signings, you know, no. but he wants to find the, the gems, you yeah. know, from the from the championship or like with Sufal and Suchek, you know, yeah. find them in uh, like the Czech League or the or the Hungary. You know, he, he's not interested in the, in spending seventy mil on one player. Yeah, and I, I and I, I quite like that to be honest. I think quite we like we that. like it though. That's that's like the West Ham way, isn't it? The West Ham way, so to speak, is boys from the academy. His boys mm. giving them a go, and it's the same principle. Albeit, I know they're not getting, coming through the academy, but you're going to yeah. the Czech Republic and get these boys or championship boys, and you're giving them a go. And you know, if you put enough faith of them, faith in them, they'll they'll go for it. And so mm. that's, I think that's more. I know Big Sam always criticised us for the West Ham way, but that is the West Ham way. It's not buying your way yeah. out of trouble. It's 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 you know developing players, and I mean, you want to see someone come in. Who's a youngster, and you want or or a player, as you said, like what the Czech boys come over, get into the team, and grow to become arguably mm. two of the best players in the Premier League this season, um, mm. and costing us twenty million for the pair of them, you know, it's just yeah, mental, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's what we, that, that's I think that is inherent about being West about being West Ham. So it is about having the right scouting, the right um, you know just analytics department. So you know. It's like you look at Brentford, you know, if we're looking at Ivor Tony, I don't want to buy Ivor Tony. I want to buy the person that Brentford are going to buy after Ivor Tony because you'll get him for like next to nothing and he'll be, you know, yeah. so it's like, and but it's having, it's, but then the same thing, it's giving the manager time to do it, isn't it? It's great developing yeah. players, but you want results. You know, football is a weird mm. game. You know, you need, you know, five or six shit results and you're out on your limb. That's not how yeah, you're going to yeah. develop a team. Um, but yeah. Oh, we can't see. see. You don't get this on West Ham fan TV. You just get, you know, <laughs> Nicky talking about Poland stories and stuff like that. That's what you get. So, yeah. <laughs> has, he, has he finished doing his Poland story? story yet? I don't know yet. I'm sure, sure he has. Um, <laughs> right, I've so, heard, I have heard it a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> it is a good story, though. It is a good story, to be fair. <laughs> good story. Good story. He is a good little Jack and Ori. But, uh, yeah. oh, mate, right, anyway. Honestly, he used to phone me at work and he'd go, oh, this is happening. Like, Nick is one of them people. If anything's going to happen, like this completely, you yeah. know, it'll happen. So happen to him. if you go out with him, him, don't stay next to him. If something's going to happen, it'll happen to him. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like uh, with me, it's like my wife. If there's like a, if we were, when we used to go, when people used to get on the train and stuff like that, it was seemed the ages ago. That was, um, if there was a like an old person or maybe someone who was just slightly, Slightly, you know, a sandwich less, less of a picnic. They mm. would end up talking to my wife, and my wife would talk <laughs> back to them. 
and they would have like and you know or any, anything like that it's the same with me if i'm on holiday and there's and i hear and there's a cockney voice and it's like or, or a west i see a west ham shirt or a chelsea or arsenal shirt my wife tuts because she knows in about an hour's gonna time we're going to be at the bar <laughs> yeah i've got john Come on, Johnny. He lives in Old Church. He lives in Old Church. And, you know, it's always, it always, it's always someone we bash. I remember once we were like in like, and this is like, it sounds so pretentious, but we were on a cruise in Bar. We were on a cruise, a European cruise, and we were. My, my daughter was playing with this kid, and we ended up chatting to the. I chatted to the dad because we obviously the accent seemed so similar. And he's like, "Oh, where are you from?" It's our home church. Like, oh yeah, my uh, my friend in it. My 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 sister, no, my uncle. Or was it cousin? So lives in home church. Turned out that he's his nephew was in the same class as my daughter at school and so all these like it's just all these always happens always happens happens, but yeah (laughs) oh i can't wait can't wait have you been how many jabs you had yet gray i've only had one i've got my second one in july oh nearly like the first one on the six so yeah uh 20 22nd of july i think i'll have to double check it but They'll, yeah, they'll move it forward. They're, they're moving them all forward, aren't they? Trying to get them all yeah, done. Yeah, that'd be good. At least, at least there's a little bit of you know light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, how have you how have you coped? You know, how have you coped over like the last fifteen months, something like that? Um, I mean, I've, I've been I've been waiting for my all the way through. So yeah, I'm not having to get on a train, and because uh, I used to like getting the train oh, in the morning. So, yeah. so I, I love just get like my commute now is uh, get up, go and make a cup of tea, come yeah. up into my little office. Log on. That's it. Done. I love I know, it. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Isn't it? And there's like, and then your commute home is log off, go down, have a cup of yeah. tea. You know, it's brilliant. Put the dinner yeah. on. Yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I know what you mean. I think the last time I got the train, I figured it out was actually when the Man United game. That was the last time I got the train. Oh yeah. And, think, and the time after that was the Southampton game because I think my office shut like pretty much as before that Southampton game. So yeah. yeah. So the next time I'm going to get a train is this Southampton game because. Southampton. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so it's all, all to do with West Ham. Anyway, to do with West Ham, great. 16 minutes in, first question. Um, why West Ham, man? Why is it your club? Because I, I, I know I hear you talking so passionately on the West Ham, you know, the Friday Night Pints and stuff, but why is it your club? Um, well, for one, it, it was my local team. I yep. grew up in East Ham. Um, but all my family, like my dad, my uncles and that, were all season to get old chicken run. And all that, so it was. It was only ever going to be West Ham. Yeah. Um. So I got them to thank for like forty odd years of misery. Thank. But, um, <laughs> thank. <laughs> thank them. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I say my my earliest memory was um, uh, my mum always tells me a story when when we won the cup. I was I was nearly four. Yeah. And my mum was heavily heavily pregnant. Like she gave birth to my brother about two weeks later. So my um, dad had been to Wembley, come like you know, come back. He was all out on the on the flash. Yeah. Um, then next day, because we we only lived about like five minute walk from the town hall, so obviously they're parading the cup. And uh, my mum's like, "No, you're taking him with you. You know, you left me on my own yesterday. Like, you're taking him with you." And that's one of my earliest memories is being on my dad's shoulders up at the town hall when they brought the brought the cup out onto the balcony, um, and. It, that that was it really for me. Um, I say my dad took me to a few reserve games, and then I remember my first first team game was the ten nil Berry. Wow. Um, and I, I remember walking down to and my dad's like, because we've been to the reserve games, and you know, some of the reserve games you get like four threes, four alls, five all, and all that, you know. Yeah. 
And my dad, you know, this is this is first team football. Um, it's not always might be one nil, might be nil nil. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, then. So then, obviously, we went 10 nil. Like, oh, then we're going again, when we going again. That was it. I was hooked, you know. Yeah. It was, um, there was no going back from there. And it, it was, uh, I said, I just, I was talking to my uncle earlier about it, actually. Like, I, I, like he watches all your all your stuff. And I, I was talking to him about it. Um, said I was coming on and we were just talking about, like, you know, why, why you, you follow West Ham. And, yeah, and I said, "There's, a, I, I can't. I'm sure other fans of other clubs say the same thing, but there's a, and you'll you'll probably feel the same. There's, there's a certain atmosphere around around the club, like on a yeah. match day, like when you go to the ground, especially yeah. the old ground as well. Yeah, um, you know, like I used to. It, it wasn't just the, yeah, it was the smells. Yeah, and 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 the sounds. You know, it was. Um, so you should, remember, you used to walk down the barking road, and you could see the floodlights glowing. Yeah, yeah, and then you get in, and as you, as you turned on the green street, you smell the burgers and the hot dogs. Yeah, um, and I, I say the first time I walked up because uh, we was in the uh, the West Stand, the old West Stand. Yeah, and as you, as you come up the steps, and I could I could smell like the grass and the wooden seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that, and I was I was hooked. That was it. Yeah. That was it for me. There, there was no other team. Nah. for me, that was it. You know, and it was. Uh, I was saying I was, I was fortunate enough at the old ground to go, sort of, you know, many, many times to see some great games over. Also, see us lose to some, yeah, you know, like third, fourth division teams over there. That's but the one, yeah. playing, it's, it's West Ham, isn't it? That's, that's it is. Part of being West Ham. It is. And I don't think I don't think it's necessarily about the result. To be honest, it's exactly what you said. I think it's it's sort of. I think that's what that's what's. I think people have realised over the last. God, I, I I figured it out. I must have been over twenty games we've had behind closed doors. I reckon um, must be at least maybe even more. I don't yeah. know. I did figure it out. I need to figure it out just because it's good to know, but um, it's not about the game. It's not about the result. I mean, the result is great now because obviously we don't have the, um, we don't have that, as you said, going to the pub beforehand, going to the beer art doesn't win or lose on the booze type thing. You know, we, we've, we've gone through it long enough, you know, all these different, you know, if we win or is it losing to some third or fourth division team at the time in the cup and it, and it's not necessarily about the results. I mean, the results now are all important because we haven't got that experience that sort of go into the game. Although it's great to win. It's brilliant to win, but you know, it's like we've been hardened. So we know, you know, it's like this season. I mean, obviously I'm still there. So, you know, Joe, no, my wife knows when, I, when we've lost, cause I'll come in and I'll, on our basically unserious link match of the day, um, and and have a strop on for the most of the, but then Sunday I read the paper and then Monday I'm all right, you know, right, who we got on Saturday type thing, and that's always been always been the way. He says, you know, we've, yeah, you know, yeah. <clears throat> I've never never won anything in my lifetime. I was I, I was born in eighty one, so I've never won anything in my lifetime. But I've been in the yeah. cup and a, a few betways. Um, so um, well, we always get to the final of the betway cups. That's like yeah, no, yeah. One, no one ever picks up on that fact, you know. Um, <laughs> I know some weird match fixing there, but um, so so it is about the and it is it's, it's about the smells. It's that burger smell. That's that's the thing that takes always takes me back to the old ground and with you know going to see with my granddad and stuff like that. It's that burger onion smell. That cheap. Yeah. You know, no idea what meat was in those burgers, particularly it was a pound yeah. on the way home, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, non-specific, I think. Non-specific, <laughs> just burger. Not even beef burger, just burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meat. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it? I mean, the, the, the smell that, that I always remember was um, bovril and cheese and onion crisps. So, <laughs> that's what I always remember. I always go, I 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 go, I
like they buy me a bag of cheese or a Twix or something, you know, but it's always, always Bovril. Yeah. Um, always remember that smell. Oh, so funny. that's why I always get a little, little bit nostalgic around, yes. <laughs> around Bovril. Yes, the other day, the other day I walked past and I couldn't find that. It's, it, and it's a cheap burger smell. And I couldn't, and I walked past a, it's a few months ago actually, I walked past like a fish and chip shop and they obviously were frying the same burgers or something like that. And mm -hmm. it, it just, I just literally could smell it. It took me straight. It's weird, isn't it? With smells. Yeah. Or, you know, someone walks past and it's like a, a you know, your nan's perfume or, and it's yeah, weird yeah, yeah. how it all works. And it, and it just took me straight back to, we, we weren't, because I'm, I'm not a pie and mash fan. You know, I am not a pie and mash. I'm not a proper oh, East yeah. End. Uh, nah, nah, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my wife loves it. Mother-in-law loves it. I don't like it. So, um, but we were always Urcan. We were always the fish and chip shop on the corner of Barking mm. Road. That's that was our. That was my always thing yeah, we used yeah. to go to, and um, took me straight back there. Straight back there. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. you know, my my granddad probably passed like, I know, like twenty years ago, something like that. Went straight back there. It's really funny how it works, and just like wow. Yeah. Um, but it's all it's all it's it's a sensory thing, and I think you know, and it is that cut grass smell. I think that's what people miss a lot is that cut grass. Particularly at the end of the game, isn't it? When it's all been cut up and you just get that smell yeah. wafting up and it's Especially been wet. It's been raining as well. Yeah, it's, it's wet and the wet chairs so, and all the wet wood. I'll tell you what else gets me. You'll appreciate this one. Do you remember it was the echoey tunnel system over there? Like when yeah, they used to play the song, it sounded like they were playing it in stereo. Like it was echoey, wasn't it? So but bad. For some reason, they always take that. I always remember that as well. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, <laughs> it, they didn't improve it to be honest. It's always, I remember, I remember when we uh. <laughs> I mean, broke when we finished the last game of the seat, last game of the bowling. I remember they were ripping stuff out, and we had. I found a tape deck, and I was still using a tape deck to a few to quite quite late on, to be honest, at that place. And it was still, and the it had a tape in it. It was still queued up to stop Hammer Time by MC Hammer. You see, <laughs> still queued up, still just in case, yeah. just in case I needed to drop it. But yeah, oh yeah, well memories. It's good, nice, but it's good fun, isn't it? It's, it's good fun looking back yeah. and and you know. And and also looking forward as well because I think you know you're right. I think now everyone's going to go back to the back to London Stadium. I think everyone's going to see their friends, see people mm. they, may, they haven't seen for over a year. Unfortunately, yeah, probably yeah. see some, probably not see some people as well that you sit around. They might you know might yeah, past yeah. or yeah. might decided not to go back. Um, it's going to be I think it's going to be emotional when everyone's back there. That first game of the season next season, wherever it, whatever league we're in, because we're probably probably playing qualifiers before the big season starts so um it's going to be a huge thing so uh yeah, yeah it'd be good man it'd be good but that ten thousand yeah. Southampton will make a racket so i'm looking forward to that oh, i think a lot of people end up going in the pubs and and the supporters bars and things beforehand even if they're yeah. not haven't got a ticket i believe but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it doesn't matter i reckon there'll be about 50 fans around the ground anyway but... easy 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 right? yeah. easy and, and, and two right two right man so yeah. um and and Barry being your first game as well, it's like you know once. In, I know it was all downhill from there. There was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They've set you. You know, I think in in like the history, I think they'd only they'd never hit. That was the first time I think they hit double figures in a competitive fixture mm -hmm. as West Ham in the end yeah, or something yeah. like that. I think. Um, yeah. As, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I'm thinking. Oh, you know. I mean, like eighty one won the cup. Eighty one win the league cup final. You know, eighty eighty one. Get yeah. promoted, eighty six, nearly when you think, oh, this is great, and this then is brilliant. <laughs> and fuck all since. Like that, always standing all the way. <laughs> oh, bless them. Yeah, I think we. I, I had a tight. I, I had a more 
my first game was very was the complete opposite. We wasn't like, if we won the game, but we were in the champ, we were in the league or Division One at the time, or Division Two. No, it was yeah, Division One, where they were in the Premier League, and and uh, and we played Oxford United, and Oxford United scored after thirty seconds, and so oh. and I remember it clear as day because my granddad turned to me and went get used to this. You've got a whole lifetime of this. And I did not believe him at the time. We went, I think, I think Julian scored an equal. I think Julian scored two goals. We won five, three, but it was that, 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 that's always rings true. Every time we play shit or we play a really disciplined, you know, it's like the weekend, that, that Brighton game, I, all I could hear is my granddad going, told you, I told you, told you, I told you it's going to happen, Russ, just listen to me, it wasn't, I don't, it's, it's, it's still surprising me how he ended up getting to the game safely every week, because he was blind as a bat and he drove every day, every game, <laughs> I still don't, he used to do his like some, I don't know, I love the way we just do tangents, but he had this Cavalier, Vauxhall Cavalier, and he was very, really proud of it. And um, yeah. and, and if and if the space, because obviously we used to park around the streets where it was, you know, people put their bins out and stuff like that. And if there's like a car in front, it was just a bit too sh- tight. He would he would move the car for he'd go bumper to bumper, and nudge it, and nudge <laughs> it. And, <laughs> and like the car in front, there's no space left at all. Yeah, and, yeah. and he just whistles like. His keys are oh, I love it, man. I love it, right? No, oh, but, but it is, it's all the stories, isn't it? And as you say, you, you, know, you travel away and stuff like that. And hopefully, as said, European tour next next year, whatever it's going to be. Astro Gugu have just got through to the remaining cup final, though. Just saying, <laughs> I just want a picture of that. I just want a picture of, of West Ham clips when he puts that dog, that dog, when it's like it's happening again. <laughs> That's going to be my screensaver, but that's oh, great, yeah, isn't it? As you said, just travel. It's abroad and just West Ham abroad and and playing. As I said, you know, yes, it'd be it would have been amazing to see us in the Champions League and stuff like that. Mm. But realistically, where wherever we go, it's going to be a giggle. So, oh yeah, what? we always have a laugh, don't we? Eh? Yeah, I mean, people still talk about Mets and stuff like that in '99, and you know, that was Mets. It wasn't like Paris, or it was it was Mets, and people still talk about that yeah. game and. Then our Bucharest and stuff like that, and I just think we should. I'm looking forward to whatever competition we're in, who we draw, because I think we'll have a giggle anyway. That's all it is. A West Ham lot. That's what I look forward to. And you lot will be back outside doing your interviews anyway, so that's all good. Yeah, that's it. That'd be good. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think that's what a lot of people have missed as well. And I, I know you guys have missed that a lot as well. You know, it's all that interaction. Yeah, seeing people. You know, I mean, I've well, we've got all the reg- you know the regulars that coming up Marsh. I mean, I haven't been there, yeah. and I'll be have loads of new people coming over. It's always nice to meet new people. You know, it's yeah. missed all that. So you know, really, I have. think we have. Yeah, I mean, I've done we've done three hundred and some interviews over the last year, and I don't I haven't met any of them. Mm. For, like like apart from on the computer screen. Apart from yeah, my, yeah. my my best mate, <laughs> I got him on the like, early doors because I was looking for some looking for some guests, but he's the only one I've actually physically met, and so you yeah, know, I can't yeah. wait till we can start, you know, uh, bumping into people on the train, going to the games, and mm-hmm. oh, Russ, it's yeah. a, oh, how you doing, mate? You know, it's like I, I like I spoke to a guy the other day. He's like, were you at Hem- were you, were you, were you drinking at Henry's last Sunday? And I was like, yeah, I was. And he went, oh, I saw you. Why don't you come and say hello to me? Oh, because I haven't yeah. met you before. And I was like, oh. oh. Well, it's 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 just the mystique, isn't it? It's just you know, you know, the mystique of it all, growing That's what it is. But yeah, that's it. Man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
being being West Ham royalty, Graham, it's the trouble, isn't it? You know, you you you're the same, that's isn't it? Him, it's like, you know, you're intimidated, boy. intimidated, thing, intimidated. <laughs> If they really saw me, they wouldn't be intimidated, I tell you. Um, right, okay, let's let's go for your hammers level because I know you've been agonizing about this. There's been last minute changes, yes. there's been late nights. I know there's been I, I, I liken been... it I can imagine it a bit like you know any X Factor when like Simon Cow's yeah. doing his final five and you've got Polaroids yeah. of like Marco Bugas, yeah. Ili Dimitrescu, David Decate, Michele, Ilian, Franco, and you just can't decide and you have to go, I've got, I've got to sleep on it got to sleep on it but yeah, yeah late we'll nights go with it tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i literally i've got me final living about two hours ago oh. literally about two hours ago <laughs> god that is that is late that is late nights right okay so let's 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 so you know obviously everyone we get on the channel apart from harry and that nigeria coker and ian bishop have, have given a hammers 11 the idea is you pick whoever you want whatever criteria doesn't matter to be the best it'll be favorites what does not matter at all but the only rules you have to be alive to have seen them play to be honest you've got you know in terms of modern west ham history you know you've been a you've been alive to have seen a lot of these a lot of the players i imagine mm-hmm. the good players as well yeah. and not so good and so it's only so otherwise you know you know, if we if you put your dream eleven, you'd have Bobby Moore in there. You'd have. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. I, I never saw Bobby Moore play. I didn't see Billy Bonds play. I didn't see Trevor Brooking play. I saw them all manage, or those two managed, but didn't see him play. So, um, yeah, yeah. I was somewhat curtailed by that. But uh, we still have a good players, right? So, who's going to go in goal for the Graham eleven? Well, there's only one for me, um, and I've had the great honour and pleasure of meeting and interviewing him, and that is Big Phil Parks. In my opinion, the great, the best keeper we've had. In my opinion, like in my in my lifetime, the best keeper we've had. He's um, he was he was immense, immense. And I I, I didn't realise just how tall he was until I met him. <laughs> I stood I stood next to him. I shook his hand, and my hand just disappeared into his, like his, oh, his hand. And, yeah. And he's but he's a real gentleman. Such a nice such a nice fella. Um, but what a keeper he was. What a keeper. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he just he, he, he seemed to fill the goal. Yeah. Now, when when you watched him, he, he looked like he filled the goal. And I, I'll be honest, I don't. I'm sure he may have. You know, uh, people watching this may you know may remember him. Maybe, but I don't ever remember him really making a mistake mm. in all the all the years he played for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, one one game that really stands out for me was. Um, 86, it was the FA Cup fifth round replay at Old Trafford. Yes, we won those, yeah. 2-0. Jeff, Jeff White, Frank McAvenny. And yeah. he was, he was at, they, they could have still been playing now and they wouldn't have beat him. Um, he yeah. was believable that day. Absolutely unbeatable. He was fantastic. And sometimes that happens, and, ha- and I know it happens a bit with, you know, with some keepers where they have a worldie, like Ludo used to have a worldie against Man United and stuff like that. But it seems by talking to people who who obviously saw Phil play, that it wasn't like a one-off. It was like, as you said, you know, it wasn't like a couple of times a season. It was consistently, he was he was hard to beat consistently. It was just, and I think that's what it is. It's about consistency, isn't it, with, with goalkeepers? And uh, yeah, he's just, yeah, phenomenal. I'm, I, yeah, and the thing is, I know I'm going to be hopefully interviewing him relatively soon and um, I'm, I'm about five foot nothing. And so... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to set up the camera for anything. He's massive. I think he's about, what is he, six or five? I think he is. He's, he's Something like that. But then the hair as well yeah. is like another. Yeah. 
another yeah. foot with a with the pert with the with the afro, not the afro, with the the, the mullet. So he's got like so he's yeah, he's a bit yeah. tall here, but uh, but as, but, as yeah, you said, yeah. I think you know. But goalkeeper has been a position that we've been relatively strong in, isn't it? So. Mm. As you said, you had yeah. Phil, you had Ludo, you had Robert Green, you had Shaka, you had UC did a great job for us, I thought. And, you know, that Fabianski now, you know, you've, you've always been good goalkeepers. I mean, Adrian had yeah. his moments, but he was still a relatively good goalkeeper yeah. for us. So, and J Mo, well, fuck, I forgot J Mo, he's going to kill me. Yeah. Craig Forrest as well. <laughs> God, dear Jesus. We've had some good keepers. Jimmy Walker, Jimmy Walker was decent. Oh, well. sorry. Jimmy, Jimmy was brilliant because I know. He's a top boy, isn't he? He's brilliant. I love Jimmy. He's so funny. When we had him on, we did a, a, like a quiz. We had a quiz night with him. It was him, Kevin Keane, um, Trevor, Trevor Sinclair and Steve Jones. Oh, it's brilliant. And then Jimmy sent me a, a, a message about, I think because we, we do it at nine o'clock, he sent me a, a photo about five o'clock with a glass of red wine. Just, just warming up and i'm like oh christ and we had like we did like this wheel of fortune thing and it was and he had and it was like the the actual player was shaka hislop and like mm. <laughs> he couldn't get it he couldn't get it and it was like literally s h blank k blank <laughs> he just couldn't get, i'm gonna put n no m for november and oh and just like kevin get oh, so funny but i love him i love jim he's the top boy yeah. right so we put parks in good old parks he's in right let's go who's your first defender they go left back, yeah. Yep. Start off at left back, Julian Dix. Yeah. First name on the team sheet. Absolute. But the the thing is, I think a lot of fans from other clubs, I would would think, would just remember him as a, as a hard tackler. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no one said it, but he could he could play. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he was he was very good on the ball, good pass the ball, and bearing in mind he's not that tall, he's a very good header at the ball as well. Mm. He was and and very Ray Stewart esque with his penalty taking as well. Yeah. You know he's um he uh, and as a, a, a left back myself, I always uh, appreciate good left backs. You know. Yeah. But um but yeah, he was um he he fantastic for us in two spells. Yeah. You know. He, Definitely. Um, but I, I say I think I think a lot of fans of other clubs just just think he was all about the the tackles and the getting stuck in right but he was actually a very good player he could oh, actually yeah. get the ball down and play you know and a beautiful left foot sweet left foot mm. or still has oh he was you know oh he still is yeah i mean i think i think you're totally right man i think also but i think that you get that you know with, with certain players i mean you know we had it rec- we've had it recently with declan rice wasn't it no one outside of west ham really got declan rice and mm. because they don't watch him play 90 minutes and, and, and Julian was the same. Yeah. He liked to tackle. He liked to put it in there, but I think that's yeah. why he endeared himself to West Ham fans because he could do that. And then he would punk ping a 30 yard. He, but he wasn't just, yeah, he wasn't just like a job. Yeah. He'd then put ping a 30 yard ball, you know, or, or take a free kick or a penalty or come, you know, running for a header. And he always yeah. used to do this thing. I used to remember vividly he always used to if he was running to the byline like the ball was coming over on the touchline and the player was coming behind him he'd always like tip it over him like the guy behind mm-hmm. him and flick it over his head i remember he did it to Cantona once um, when yeah. we played man united and, and Cantona just stood there and just went yeah. you know and it's like yeah. that's that's you know that's that, that's that's praising itself if if, if uh, quality appreciating quality yeah exactly exactly and I, I mean julian's always got a soft spot in my a place in my heart because he scored the first west ham goal i ever saw so you know he'll always, and i told him that he went yeah but i scored two that day russ 
I mean, I know you scored two, <laughs> but the first goal was, you know, it was special. You know, and it was like yeah. a, one of his 30 yards pings in the top corner, like he always used to do. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, the top boy. And, but I, I think with Julian, I don't think, the only thing I'm, the only thing I think we, we missed the trick on, when, when he obviously came back as a, a coach, whatever his title was, I don't think we made enough of that. Do you know what I mean? You know, we mm. had like a cult hero playing mm. in our in our coaching staff, and it was almost like it was not an afterthought, but it's almost like I don't think we made enough of that. Do you know what I mean? It mm. was always like yeah, it was yeah. great he was there, but it was like I think we could have made a lot more of that, and maybe maybe about. I think it's more like Julian himself though. He's always quite not a shy man, but he's quite understated, isn't he? So yeah, yeah. I think maybe he didn't want the fanfare of him being there because yeah. he's he's not the manager and I, I understand but because i know we, we when we spoke to him we talked about the the last game at the bowling and you know we wanted to put him in a taxi one of the taxis and he didn't want any of it so we had like these two empty taxis outside because billy's one didn't turn up billy didn't turn up <laughs> for his either so and he's like it looked like like an uber station at the back you know with all these taxis <laughs> and two weren't filled in because you didn't want to do it because he didn't want to you know it was like fair enough you know but we'll put Julian yeah. in. Absolute phenomenal player for us. Right, so Julian's mm-hmm. in. Left back. Who's next? Who's next one? Uh, first centre-half, Alvin Martin. Alvin Martin. Got nowhere, but we don't care. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I, I do remember him playing when he had a bit of air, uh, vaguely, <laughs> in the day. But, um, again, he was he was another, you know, he, he was like, he was made out still. Right? He, he put his head in where a lot of people wouldn't put their feet. Yeah, you know what I mean, he was again another player that I don't, I don't ever really remember him making a mistake in a game. He was, he was just so you know he could, he get stuck in, he put his head in, and I mean, yeah. well, I mean you've seen Dial scarred on his forehead and all that, the amount of time he took away. You know, he was, um, but again, another one who could play a bit as well. You know, yeah, he could. So, uh, I, I don't think he gets like when um, people talk about sort of great players we've had over the years. Like, I don't think he gets enough of a a mention for me, um, personally. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he's uh, uh, very underrated um, amongst... Um, but do, do you think it's do you think it's because he's in the same way we was talking about Soufal and Tim Breaker and people like that because he was so yeah. consistent? He was almost part yeah. of the furniture because he because he yeah. had you know been there for God knows how many years and yeah. and you know he was almost like oh it's Alvin and and yeah. I think you don't it's, it, and it's no disrespect but you almost yeah you almost like expect it and you take it for granted a little bit um, yeah. and and I think that's why you know you know when, when Mark leaves I think we've you know, not taking him for granted, but I think it's almost like because he's part of the furniture, you know, when you're not there, you're like, and it's like if Alvin wasn't playing or when he retired and the defence wasn't as strong, you couldn't really yeah. put your finger on it. I was, oh, it's because Alvin's not here anymore. Yeah. And I think that's that, that's that's what happens with some players. And it's only after you appreciate them because yeah. I was the same. Tim Breaker was my one. I didn't imp- I didn't appreciate Tim Breaker in that early nineties period yeah. when I was supporting them because he wasn't scoring the goals. You know, he was there, he was yeah. solid. But obviously now it's like player. Yeah, exactly, a hell of a player. But now maybe because I'm looking at how impressive Sue Fall is, maybe because I'm slightly older now, it's not about who scores the goals, it's about commitment and and you know, and you're thinking actually he was bloody good. And I think Alvin's obviously the same and um yeah, he was just, you know, uh, a stall for, I mean, for 
I mean, Ben, when, when did you join? Was it 78? 78? Must have been, yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, but I, I remember him um, when we come back up uh, 93. We was in the, the Premier League our first season back in the top flight. Yeah. And well, it was a bearing in mind he was coming to the end of his career. And he he was brilliant mm. that season. I mean, he was he was immense. You know? But um yeah, I, I don't think he gets uh I don't enough I, th- enough I think maybe 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 also, you know, maybe because you know, thinking about it objectively now. We're getting very deep, but I like this. Um, thinking, you know, he he's not he's not like Tony Cotty or McAvenny or Bishop or mm. that lot who are still who are still active. You know, what I mean, Alvin mm. does commentary and he does that, and sometimes we get him out, and you know, obviously we we got him out to do the Bobby the Billy Bonds PA mm. for when we did the stand, but he's not like a prominent out there so maybe his yeah, maybe yeah. his his memory does get a bit bit sort Standard of the right now, yeah exactly yeah. and that's no disrespect yeah. to alvin but that's his you know that's a but you know he's crushed you know the guy was whenever he was he came down as a as a scouser as, you know, as a as a teenager yeah. stayed here he's kicked he's, he's you know he's still in all church and stuff and yeah, yeah. That's, it's weird because obviously his 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 grandson is in the same year as my daughter and so you know, like oh. a summer, you know, like a summer fate, where yeah, like the parents yeah, yeah. and the grandparents like run the stalls, and like yeah, yeah. Alvin Martin's doing the tombola. You know, he's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tombola, but you know what I mean. It's just weird. It's weird yeah, seeing yeah. outside of, uh, but yeah, top. He's a top man, though. Still top man. Right. Okay. We'll put Julian in. We'll put Alvin in. Who's next? Next centre half, club legend, Billy Bonds. Billy Bonds. There's not really much you can say about Billy Bonds that hasn't been said. Absolute club legend. Um, for me, he's he's up there. Like he's level with Bobby Moore in terms of the greatest captains. Yeah, we, we we've had at the club. Um, again, I mean, bearing in mind, he he, he was a centre mid for quite a, a large chunk of his time yeah. with us. Um, but as a as a centre half, again, another one. People think he was all about the. The tackles and another another player who put his head in where, um, in fact, I believe in Alvin Martin's first game, I think Alvin Martin split his head open. Like he went to clear the ball and clear Billy Bond's head. Oh, just, uh, I think the story is. But um, but again, his his passing was you know he he could play. He was uh, yeah. he was he was good on the ball. But I, I think um, certainly fans of other clubs would maybe just think he was all about the tackling and the. You know, and the the, the rough hours in and red wasn't the case at all. No, you know, but again, I think it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's don't forget also, you know, for you know, there wasn't as many football games on tellies and stuff like that. So, yeah. if, you know, for you know, people did see the highlights, and the highlights would have probably involved him. You know, it, it's it's more more interesting telly watching him put something on a player rather than. Ping, yeah. you know, or break up play with a good, you know, rather than do something clever with the yeah. ball, you know, it's not as entertaining. So, naturally, that's how it all works. But, um, yeah, I think, I, I mean, yeah, he's obviously a, a club legend. He's, you know, obviously got the stand named after him. That was a, it was an amazing day, um, and I'm glad that happened. You know, it was it, it was it was a long time that should have yeah. happened ago. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's good that he's there and he'll be remembered because you know, in the same way that you know when. You know, 20, 30 years on, you know, on, 
there'd be less people who have seen Billy Bonds play, but you'll know Billy Bonds because he's got a stand named yeah. after him in the ground and same yeah. as Bobby Moore and Trevor Brookian and stuff like that. So it's it's important to keep that sort of that's sort of those memories yeah. going. So um yeah, definitely. Right, we'll put Big Bill in. Uh who's gonna be who's been right back then? Who's right back? Uh, another eighties lad, Ray Stewart. Tonka. Oh Tonka, yeah. Yeah, which fun enough my mates granddad worked with his dad um and he said i think he said like that his granddad uh dropped some stuff uh his dad dropped some stuff around to me mate's dad yeah i like, said ray stewart was outside in the car he's like ray stewart's outside my house you know but um yeah again he was um he was he was a uh sort of like julian dix uh, a little bit you know he could could put a tackle in that yeah. wasn't wasn't quite as good on the ball as as Julian Dix. I still do seem to remember a couple of games where he'd um, sort of bend it out of play a few times. Yeah, um, his, his crossing was a bit hit and miss. Like sometimes it'd be an absolute welder into the back stick. Other times <laughs> in the north bank, or you know. But but again, another player that you know. Um, I mean, you're talking two that stand at me. Eighty-one last minute in the League Cup final against Liverpool, and we get a penalty. Wouldn't want anyone else stepping up. No, no, no. Take it, you know, absolute ice in his veins. Same uh, quarterfinal, nineteen eighty, Villa, last five minutes penalty. You know, um, I think I think I only remember him missing one penalty, but he stuck the rebound in, so it didn't matter. It was, um, <laughs> it was against uh, I think it was against Oxford. Um, keeper saved. I think the keeper pretty much ended up in the back of the net with it. Yeah. Right? But um, but yeah, he was uh, he, he's uh, another. You know, a bit, bit like uh, sort of Timmy Brake, like you say, solid. Yeah. You know, um, sort of goes under want. the radar a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Like, I think, and that's what you want, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's 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 how much you know when we say, <clears throat> you know, when you when you're doing your your post match pints and all that type of stuff, and you just talk about commit. You know, as as fans, all we want is players who are going to put the shirt on and have a go. And you know, if they're if they're not talented enough, it's not their fault that they've been picked to put in that you know that's the manager's fault and that's the recruitment's fault but as long as they have a go and you know all, all five of the pity people you picked would have a you would not criticize their commitment and, and that's what we no. want and i think that's and, and you know and that's when i ask people about who their hammer of the year is you you know last season last three or four seasons i reckon you say who's your hammer of the year everyone would say one or two people you know mm. too far, you know, but this year they could easily be four or five because it's the mm. same, you know, yeah. same as 85, 86 team, you know, who's your, who's your hammer of the year then? People might say Cotty or Machiavelli or Stewart or, you know, or, you know, there's like Billy, but you know, not Billy, he didn't play, but, you know, Phil Parks, there was like loads of, there's loads of people. And that's, and that's what we want to see a team who are going to not just like one or two people. Um, and, and, and Ray was part of a, a great team and obviously still talks about West Ham and still loves the club and stuff. And, um, yeah. it's a top boy, Ray. Yeah. I'll say that because he yeah. always watches. Top boy, Ray. Ray Stewart is a top boy. There we go. Thanks, if Ray. Listening, Ray. If he's listening, he'll be listening. <laughs> I would love. I would love. I would love the opportunity to interview. I really would. Yeah. If, if he's, he's uh, funny. If he's funny. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's funny. He's funny. He's a, he's a funny boy. Yeah, it's yeah. Fun, it, it's 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 like you know. I mean, you, I mean, to be honest, as you said, you know, you, you've been doing, you've been in the the West Ham fan TV for a few years now, and obviously, I'm I'm new to it, and it's still it still is weird when you get your when the phone call comes and it's it, it'll say like a, a player, and it's like yeah. it'll be like Ray Stewart, but like, okay, 
I still can't get my head around it. It's really weird. You've got to try and play it cool, because I've been, you know, I've met, not Phil Part, I've met, yeah. met a, a fair few players who are, are watching. I was like, and now I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm talking to them. Like, and I, I used to, yeah. Yeah, veer them on like from the terrace side. Yeah, now I'm talking to them. It seems surreal, you know. But it is it's so brilliant. weird. Yeah. But they're all brilliant, aren't they? I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. every one, every one of them, you know, whether they're, whether they've played hundreds of games, whether they've played one game, or whether they haven't even played a, got onto the first team at all, and were like youth team players. Everyone's amazing. Honestly, yeah, such no. a good, you know, and, and it just, you know, epitomizes the club that all these people from different generations yeah. and, yeah, no, I'm the same, man. It's, it's still, yeah, you try and play it all cool. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, um, I text, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just in the new Jackie Hislop, you know, it's like, wow, yeah. you know, or, or Trevor yeah, Sinclair. Like, that's, that's the thing, school, go, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, and then like, you yeah exactly i like screenshot i screenshot my picture yeah. like trying like you know and i always like do it during the thing and actually you know i should do it afterwards because i've recorded it yeah, yeah. I like, ah. <laughs> you know i just said it, it's brilliant yeah but I, but I love interviewing the people i love like for me i know we're actually attracting a little bit but i love interviewing the people who you know like the people who don't usually get airtime. do you know mm. what i mean uh, yeah yeah you know, some play, you know, John, Johnny Arts and Monks and Bish, all that lot. But I like interviewing people like, like we had Clive Clark on, and we had mm. people like, um, uh, who else? Who else? Uh, I can't think of anyone now. My mind's gone completely blank. We've interviewed Elliot Ward or, you know, Luke Chadwick mm. or these guys, you know, who we would die to have been in their position. Lee Hodges, mm. Lee Hodges played, made six first team appearances, and he was like, oh, I wish it was more we would have died for like one, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, you got to wear it six times. And, yeah. and uh, yeah. that's what I love. Cause they're just so open and just so much more they they're not used to doing the pods and stuff. So it's like, so the interview is yeah. a bit more like two blokes. Anyway, uh, we digress, right? Let's get, let's move into midfield. Who's your first midfielder there? Great. Uh, right, we're going left wing. Yep. Super Ellen Devonshire. Super Dev. Top boy. What a player. What a player. Yeah. He was, I mean, he, when he got but he just well like he was running he was gliding yeah. across the pitch and bear in mind you think some of the pitches they used to play on and and they didn't get protected like they do now like they used to get yeah. absolutely clobbered and he was he was just he was something else you know i mean yeah. he, he could he could take two three players out of a game like in in one move yeah. you know he was I, I, I remember one goal he scored at stanford bridge four nil 86 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he just drifted inside. Just top corner. What what a player he was. Absolutely. And, and if it wasn't for his knee injury, his serious knee injury, I I do think he would have uh, got got a few more England caps. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. But, but then obviously getting injured turned him into the player that the 85-86 team were known for. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. and, 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 and that would then benefit the two boys up front because they were, it was a different Alan Devonshire. And I know it's all like sliding doors moments, but yeah, he would have been, you know, five grand from, you know, South or wherever it was, you know, South or motors or whatever transfer of this, of the, of the debt of the season, but the century transfer, you know, of the millennium it was for, for what we got out of him. Um, And again, still loves the club. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a decent manager as well. I, I remember, um, when when I met Phil Parks and he was saying about uh, who was manager when he was at QPR was it uh, Dave Sexton wasn't it? 
would have been probably yeah yeah and um apparently he went to see Devonshire when he was playing for um the non-league team played for Southall Southall yeah. um and he went over to watch him and then Phil Park said he'd come back the next day and he went, he go, oh, what, did, what did you make of that, that lad? He went, ah, no, he said, I don't, you know, like, basically I, I don't cut out for it. And then he said, every time I saw him after that, like after my stand and signed down, <laughs> yeah, he went up some nuts, was he? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, like you say, sliding door moments, he could have been a QPR player and we wouldn't have got the, yeah, you know, we wouldn't have had the success with him that definitely we did not. have. No, you know? definitely not, man. And that's and I think that's that's one thing about West Ham. We have these sliding doors moments. What could have been, you know, if if Scaloni had kicked the ball out rather than kicked it forward, and we would have won the FA Cup that year. And you know, if this person had done this, and if if Neil Shipley who hadn't been born, we would have gone up in the, you know, the year before we went up, and then you know, Carrick would have probably stayed with us that seat, you know, the following season. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's what we've got. That's what we have to. To, to fall back on because we haven't got a coin yeah. the trophy cabinet. So so that's but that's what I like. I like what could have been to rest there. What could have been if we won the last if we won the last three games? Um yeah. you know, just another one. But I'll right, we'll put Dev on the left, man. Who's next? Uh centre mid Trevor Brookin, the first one. Trevor. Sir Trevor. Sir Trevor, yes. By his correct title. Um again another another player like I've only got to see him sort of towards the end of his career yeah but even see when he got I'm like saying earlier about um Dev you know the pitches they used to play on and that yeah were awful but when when he got the ball time seemed to stand still he seemed yeah. to find the time and the space and and you know his range of passing was just sublime I mean well, I wasn't I wasn't born I was born a few months after this game but the one my dad always said was the Eintracht Frankfurt, the yes, league, uh, yeah. cup, cup semi final. Yeah. Trevor brought in to Eintracht to pieces. You know, he scored you know, scored the the vital goal. Um, I think got to two that night, I think, didn't he? But I, yeah, I think it, so, yeah. It's a game it's a yeah, game yeah. that everyone claims to have been there. Everyone, I, mean, I was there. It's like there's about two hundred thousand people at the game apparently. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's, yeah. it's a game that everyone still talks about in high regard. Yeah. I mean, my dad, my dad was at that game and he said it was. He, he said there was more people in there than probably the capacity should have been. He said it was yes. peak. Um, and he said the atmosphere was. And funny enough, when I, I again, talking about players, you know, you said you like to interview players that don't always get the yeah, mm. time. Met Kevin Locke, again, absolute gentleman, really nice fella. Mm. And all that. And we were talking about the, uh, the Iron Track game. And my dad said that's the best atmosphere he's ever experienced over Upton Park. And Kevin Lott agreed. He said I, I probably would have to say yes. Um, yeah. It was, but Trevor Brook in that night and on a bog of a pitch as well. You know, it was absolutely first class. But and I think, say, I think that's and I think that's something that I haven't appreciated until I started doing these. Because obviously, you know, you interview people and like guys like yourselves and 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 even more experienced fans, you know, into all the sixties and seventies. And it's the pitches. I don't think I, I really understood, you know, how crap the pitches were. And you know, you watch yeah. people, as you said, like Dev and Brookie and like glide. And I think the best players don't run; they glide. You know, I remember yeah. used to I used to watch Omri when he was in his pomp at Upton Park, and he would he would be gliding, ice skating. That's how gentle yeah. he was when he was running. And it was they you're right. I mean, I remember we interviewed I think it was Macker, and he said we were talking about the pitches, and he went go back and watch that four 0 against Chelsea and see that oh, sand, yeah. 
and it was like it's just incredible and i'd love to do i'd love to see i'd love i don't know, it never it obviously never happened but i'd love to howard devonshire would perform at the bowling green at, at london stadium and vice versa i'd love to see messi on that stamford bridge pitch and see how it on ronaldo and see you know they'll probably turn an ankle with all that stuff but yeah. uh yeah it's crazy absolutely crazy man right okay yeah. so trevi's in so trevi's in who's next uh, partner him in the middle, young Declan Rice. Oh, okay. We're, we're going modern era now. Nice. <laughs> I just, I just think the way he's he's developed over the last couple of years has been been phenomenal. He's, yeah. I, I think, I think he's turned into a better player than even many of us thought. Yeah, he would. Um, you know, I, he's he's international class now. You know, yeah. without oh, a doubt, he's, you know, um. And he just, he makes such a, I mean, you know, you know, it's like the other night against uh, Brighton, you know, he, a lot of times stepped in, broke the play up, you know, on the edge of our box. And it was like, and, and Suchek looks a little more comfortable having him in there alongside. He looks more Suchek-y, doesn't he, with him there? He looks more suchek Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he, hadn't, he, he hadn't looked himself without him yeah. in there, uh, Suchek. Yeah. But, but yeah, Rice, um, I mean, it, it's proven like when he's, where he's had this little spell out of the team and our form, it was just how important he is mm, to the side. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's the way he's developed last two years. I say, more, I think more than most of us thought he would. So, you know, I mean, I I remember him. I remember when he made his debut. Do you remember? Obviously, Pellegrini put him into cent- into CDM role, and yeah. obviously, I'd watched him because obviously we used to the we we did the um we do like t- three or four under twenty three games at the at the stadium and stuff. So we used to, I used to watch him as a commanding centre back and thinking he was just John Terry Mark two. He was just reminded yeah. me of John Terry and like the, his leadership and 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 then obviously Pellegrini puts him as CDM and everyone was like what? I remember everyone yeah. like going what? And and but yeah. he just. And then he's just developed into this player that I think he would be absolutely wasted if someone put him back into centre back position now. You know, eventually, a bit like Billy Bonds. You know, Billy Bonds. You know, he'll, was, drop, back, yeah. he'll drop back when when the legs go. You know, and and so to speak, and the engine stops a little bit. But um, I, I tell you, he's international. Yeah, he's international class. He is. You know, in his position, I, I can't think of anyone on the world stage who is who is who is better than honest. Who is better than him? Really, in that yeah. position. Um, you know, you look at it. You know, in that sort of. Uh, Sort of defensive midfield. I mean, you know, I mean, Kante's was 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 the boy, wasn't he at Chelsea? And you know, he's gone down. And you know, Busquets is a bit too old now. And you know, but he wouldn't. You know, I think he's brilliant. But what I love about him, what I love about Declan Rice is he's he's trying to develop his game. He, he doesn't want to just be known as a centre. You know, he, he was doing. Do you know he was doing that? Trying to do that knuckleball free kick type thing, which you'll yeah, probably yeah. carry on trying to do. You know, he was, he's taking penalties. Um, he's, he's doing more forward runs. His passing is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, and, worked, he's massively worked oh, on his game, you know, on all aspects of the game. So, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Um, I mean, 140-odd appearances now for the club or something ridiculous like that. You know, and was he twenty one still? Twenty one, twenty. Yeah, I mean something like that. I mean, you know, and, and again, you know, there's I think people forget literally how young he is sometimes. You know, when he when Mark's not in, you know, we all assume it's Declan Rice is gonna be captain. The lad's twenty one. The lad the lad yeah. can bear you know, he, he can't yeah. even drink it. I think he's I mean, twenty two now. He can he can barely drink in the USA now or, or gamble or yeah. you know, so um yeah, there was no there's no question that he's gonna be captain and you know and, and I think he'll end up being England captain as well, um, easily. Yeah, and uh and if not, 
vice or at least vice captain i think in the euros i think to be fair to be fair but we'll see yeah. um and uh yeah hopefully be around for a few more seasons would be nice fingers crossed fingers crossed <laughs> Oh dear, we'll see anyway. Moving on, moving on. So we'll put, we'll put Declan Rice in. Who is next then, Graham? Uh, right wing, we've got Tricky Trev Sinclair. Oh, that's it. we got Tricky Trev in now. That's we've good got news. Tricky Trev in. Um, I mean, he, he was he was fantastic. Right? Must really. I mean, somebody, somebody got one goal I remember. Was it, remember the, was it a derby over a kick? Yeah. He didn't do tappings. He didn't. Yeah. That's the one that he did not he do tappings. No, he mm. didn't. Um, no, always scored an absolute screamer. Yeah. Um, but um, again, I, I, again, when people go on about the Decanio goal, they don't mention his pass. Yeah. You know that that crossfield pot was inch perfect. Yeah. You know people people forget that, and he, yeah, he was. Um, I say he was he was great for us. Um, you know, tricky Trev, you know, he's a very skillful player. Fantastically um, skillful you know, player. So the amount of goals he set up as well. Oh, yeah. He's been recording apples of goals for, for people. You know, he was, yeah. uh, he was, he was fantastic. Um, and and again, similar to, I was going to say, similar to like Antonio in some respects in that, you know, he mm. played about half a dozen positions for us, you know, mm. uh, and England, obviously yeah. he was England on the yeah. left side, wasn't he? The World Cup and, um, yeah. But every game we'd have a, you know, we had uh, we had uh, we had Scott Minto on talking about random players. We had Scott Minto on the other day, and he was talking about how he used to hate Trevor playing left, playing right wing back because he would play left wing back and be blowing after about ten minutes, and Trevor yeah. could basically go up and down on his engine yeah. all game and like play another game afterwards. He was he was that fit and yeah. uh, he used to hate it, but um, he was yeah. And and again, a guy who still loves the club, still really passionate about the club. Yeah. Um, no, firsthand yeah. how how much he loves he loved his time at West Ham and how much he still loves West Ham fans. No, absolutely firsthand. He's an absolute legend. Um, yeah. And uh, but everywhere, everywhere he's been, you know, same as someone yeah. like say someone like um, similar to someone like Bish. You know, Bish has been to Man City, still highly revered. Walsall, Tricky Trev's the same. You know, QPR, Man City, West Ham, they all still love him. Obviously, his kids at Blackpool. Um, I think he's just signed actually professional um, things that always or the next contract, you know, YTS type thing. And um, yeah, top top boy. And because and because we've we've put him in the team, right? He'll watch it. He'll watch this as well, and they'll like yeah. it because you that's what he always does. <laughs> I love Trev. I love him. And he was like the old. Yeah. And I, I spoke about when we when, when I interviewed Trev. He was we talking about my 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 granddad. As I said, he was blind as a bat. And he'd be, we'd be, I mean, we've been we've seen things for, for years, seen ticket holders, but he never knew any of the players' numbers. So he was used to have his like yeah. his, his program at the back and he'd mark it who's playing. And for Trev, basically, any any black player at West Ham who did something good was Trevor Sinclair. It could have been, oh it could have been Defoe, it could have been Shaka, it could have been Mark Vivian Foe, it could have been any of them. If it was something was good, it was Trevor Sinclair. Bloody pit, bloody best player on the pitch, only player on the pitch, Trevor Sinclair. And that's why I always had this sort of affinity with Trev because of that. Yeah. It reminded me of that like, happier times with my granddad. But yeah, and that was obviously a great time, you know, that, that red nap era, wasn't yeah. it? It was so exciting. And yeah. the football was just phenomenal. Um, right, yeah. we'll put Tricky Trev in. Up front, who's starting with, man? First one, TC. TC, yeah. So he's going in. Um, Again, another player 
I've had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing. Again, absolute gentleman. Oh, he is, isn't he? Um, but, um, yeah, oh, I mean, what? I'm starting to think of uh, a strike. We've had this uh, more natural finisher over the years than than Tony. Um, he was in two, again, two spells. Even when he come back on his second spell, you know, it was sort of towards the end of his career, he was still banging them in. Yeah. You know? um, oh, player. And even though it broke my heart when he scored against us for Leicester and that, but. <laughs> it was still him though and it's still him isn't it and he you know he's, 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 he's one of them players that, um, he could go to a, like you know he went to another club went to Everton and, and, and that but still absolutely revered at West Ham yeah um, I was like consistently top scorer in the time he was here you know every, every season pretty much top scorer so come and you know and, and what makes it even more special is he, he come through the academy. Yeah. You know, or, or the youth team. So it's always nice when you get a homegrown player come through. Yeah, you sort of get that extra that extra it's a bit like Declan Rice, isn't it? And like even like, you know, we, we love a we love a youngster coming through the academy, don't we? And and, and someone obviously like T C scored his debut, his home debut as well, didn't he? Yeah, first debut. Tottenham, yeah. yeah, yeah. So therefore it's like tick, tick, tick. You're you know, you're you're a boy coming through the academy, you're a West Ham fan as well. Plus you score your debut. Plus it's a Tottenham. You know, he yeah. could have just walked off. Then he'd be. It's yeah, yeah. every time I went to a pub and get a beer drink bought for him. You know, because of that. You know, yeah. and it's. Uh, but I know what you mean. He's just a, a great lad, and uh, he obviously loves the club. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's 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 a good laugh. He's a good laugh. Yeah, Love, very, yeah. loves his loves his stats though, doesn't he? He loves his stats. So uh, yeah, yeah, sure. job, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember, I, I was like shitting myself. I was like, oh, someone said he's really likes his stats. So make sure you get. So I thought, I thought I got them all right, and I, I think I said he had seven England caps and he had eight, or I said he had eight and he had seven. And I was like, oh, yeah, couldn't could believe it. Let myself <laughs> down right at the end. Got the goals, got everything else right, and as soon as it's like his England appearances, like fucking Wikipedia. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. West. I don't look at anything West Ham in Wikipedia, but then I thought the England cats would have worked. But no, must have missed calculations. But anyway, put TC in. Top man, top man TC. And who's going to be the last player? Shall I type in Jonathan Clary now? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this one. Uh, Paolo, Paolo yeah. Di Canio. Um, that's a B, really. Uh, this was one of the positions I was really torn on. Because it was uh, Di Canio or McAvenny. Oof. Um, you know, because McAvenny, like, when him and TC was out, I worshipped them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was um, over my two, two of my favourite players. But um, but you can't leave Di Canio out, can you? Really? No. You know, he's one of them players. He just, as soon as he gets on the ball, you're off your seat. Wait for something to happen. You know, he, he could, he could, he could do nothing for 20, 30 minutes of a game, get the ball at his feet. And all of a sudden, you know, the magic and you're off your feet and the crowd again. I mean, the, you know, we spoke about it earlier with Tricky Trev's pass. Yeah. The goal against Wimbledon. I mean, what's, how many players could pull that off, really? No. If no. we're being honest. Um, not not many. Not, at not all. many. Um, and it was, and it was, the way that fell to him as well, that was pretty much on his wrong foot. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, it was funny because we let that come across him and then try it, but nah, not. No, we like. had um, we had uh, we interviewed Ian Foyer and and, and we was talking and he was talking about the Kenya and we talked about that goal, and um, 
he was like, yeah, well, well no one, well, no one tells you. So, and, and Ian Foy takes full credit for that goal. Um, he says, what no one tells you about it is we spent three hours on the Friday because Dicanio had it in his head, Pale, that he was going to score a goal like this. So he was doing this thing for like two or three hours. He had like, he was out, he was in goal. He had some youth team player, like flicking the, like doing the passes. And, uh, mm. and obviously when he scored it, uh, the camera doesn't pick it up of, unfortunately but apparently he runs over to ian and goes that's for you and gives him a cuddle right i was like oh bullshit that's a like, total bullshit here and no, honestly i tell you it's true it was like and i could <laughs> so see that you know he, he was doing he did it once in training school and he said well i'm gonna i'm gonna score this next week and he was that confident yeah. that he knew he was gonna do it and uh yeah. but he was i mean you know palo was palo wasn't he you know when you talk about palo you have to smile you have to smile because yeah, yeah of the joy he brought he brought us um yeah. and the frustration as well you know as you said yeah he made I mean, like 90 on, you carry on. no you carry on no, going, say, gonna... like say, but it wasn't it wasn't fantastic every single game no 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 but when he was when he was oof, you know something else unstoppable wasn't he unstoppable man and he was he and he, he just gave us that you know that sort of that belief that we could you know we had you know, uh, I mean, he was, uh, as you said, he, he was a person who could just turn a game on a, on a dime, and he was, you know, just we. But we love it. We love a, 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 one of those sort of cra- crazy players. We didn't, we, it, yeah, but we hadn't really had one for a long time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think, you know, uh, I mean, Joe wasn't a maverick as such. He was a, you know, but he was like this guy. He was just a temperamental guy. And obviously then we sort of developed and we haven't really had one like him since. We had obviously mm-hmm. uh, you know, Diamante for a little bit, um, you know, Pyatt, but didn't have that sort of crazy side to him. He was just a fantastically yeah, yeah. skillful player. Um, mm-hmm. Onoutovic a little bit. You know, he had that sort of yeah. arrogance about him. I mean, Paolo was an extremely yeah. arrogant player. He knew he was better than him and he was going to make him look like an idiot. And and that's yeah, what he did. That's why we loved him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but you would pay your prim- you, you'd pay your scene yeah. to go and see him because yeah. he was entertaining. And, and and for me, that period, that Redknapp era was the last time that football was fun, in my opinion. Yeah. Because yeah. you had like Sinks, you had you had the Canyo, you had Ian Wright, you had you had Razor, you had Monks. Yeah. You could, you know, they were all characters. I remember doing. It wasn't even called the Lap of Appreciation then; it was a Lap of Honor. You know that that changed. Yeah. It became the Lap of Appreciation. And I remember like Razor, like he was in the squad, and he wasn't in the squad, so he turned up suited and booted. I think Monks was suited and booted. And by the time they'd done their Lap of Honor. They were naked almost by their by their <laughs> pants. You know they were throwing their shoes into the crowd, and sh- it was fun. Football was fun. You know yeah, they'd yeah. go out on Christmas nights out and get drunk, and you know it was all you know, and then get you know arrested or whatnot. <laughs> it was all fun. It was it was before the internet, for all this social media malarkey. That was a trouble. Oh, really? I couldn't do it now. But, I mean, I've seen interviews with him, right? And he said the most fun he's had in football yeah. was when he was with us. Yeah. He said that was the best dressing room he's ever been been involved with. Just because of the like they had a laugh, but it showed on the pitch, you know, that yes. they enjoyed the football, yeah. you know, and that's what it was. And that's what I remember we said when we, we were talking to Trev, and I said, you know, you have, you know, because obviously that's the last, ironically, that's that was the last time he finished inside the top six for 22 years or something like that in the Premier League. And arguably, we'll probably be another year before he finished seventh this year. And I was saying to Trev, you know, you, you know, he's like, yeah, to be honest, Russ, 
we we if we if Harry would like, I think every Tuesday, I think they're Tuesday nightclub where they would go out for a drink on a Tuesday. So Harry wouldn't put trading on a Wednesday. And he was like, to be honest, if he hadn't done that, we could have eat, well, we could have been in the top three. You know, we could have surpassed the 85, the boys of 80, 86 team. He says, but it helped us and bonded us together. And I asked Razor the same question. And he said, yeah, but at the end of the day, I, I didn't go out for a beer. Well, I don't really believe him, but I didn't go out for a beer Friday night, Saturday night or Sunday night because I could know I'd ever be on a Tuesday night. So, you know, sort of like it was a team bonding thing and they'd get yeah. all the youth team players out like adam newton and stuff would all turn up and they'd get them drunk and all that and that was that was part and parcel of that mentality and and i saw it both ways but um yeah it was last time football was fun i've said it there we go <laughs> right where's the team i've got a team where is it, there is it? there's a team oh you no pissing about the, the europa conference with that one i tell you mate that's not a bad side is it that is not bad at all, Gray. That's not bad at all, my buddy. And uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, Mate, Gray. It's been an absolute honour and a pleasure to be on. Uh, an hour and 15 has, has flown by. Yeah, it's flown yeah, by. Been... Always does when you have fun. Oh, we can work. I just, I don't, I don't need to pace yourself. That's, that's what you on a Friday. That's what you get, you get your two and a half hours. You get all your, I don't want to, I don't want to sort of, you know, take any of your, uh, your chatting on because obviously you got Friday, you got big, obviously last game of the season. So, uh, mm-hmm. probably do like an end of season review or whatever. So I'll, I'll leave you to just, you know, I want you to be match fit yeah. for then. <laughs> no, if you mate, it won't be too long before we can all meet up, uh, after oh. the game for beer in person, mate, you know. Oh. Ryan keeps texting me wanting a beer. Yeah. I think I think I think yeah. he actually fancies me. He keeps texting me for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm literally I don't think I'm gonna be the amount of beers everyone's uh oh yeah, we should go for a beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be booked up to about twenty twenty three by the looks of it. But anyway, I don't mind. It'd be nice, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Well at least, at least no, this will go out on Tuesday, so at least you can go inside a pub now. Because it'll yeah. be because it's on Monday, isn't it? So you'll be going go, go inside. You have to sit outside of an umbrella. You can go inside for yeah. a drink now, which is good. Um, but uh, I think I might I might stay outside for a little bit. I think I might yeah. stay outside for a little bit. Well, we're going to get the monster in it. So yeah, oh yeah, it should be man. Should be man. It's my daughter's birthday soon. And my wife's birthday. My daughter's birthday is the end of the month, around May Day, and it always weather's always good then. Well, this time last hey, year, no. say that this time last year, like. I had the but I had the we had the pool out, and it was mm. like boy, not last year, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah on Facebook yeah. when it's like you know time hop thing, and it was like I was I was outside like boiling last year. Not today. Got my jump on. Anyway, no. for myself and from Graham, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs when you get your appointments. Come on, you irons, Come and we'll right. see you again very very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Podcast Network. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. 
They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.